All right. Before we get into the thick of things, I want to take a moment to talk about our sponsors. You know them both, but literally now is the time to get to know them intimately. You know what I'm saying? It's Rooted Shots and it's Dishes by Daniel. I want to start with Rooted Shots. You know about Rooted Shots. If you haven't bought Rooted Shots yet, you're an idiot. You've had to sit through me talking about them so much, you might as well go buy some and use code JIMMY10 for 10% off. Especially now, in this world, we're all at home so much more. Currently, we're quarantined, we're in our houses. Do it, try them out, and then you can at me. You can be like, Jimmy, you were so right. I had to sit through you talking about them so much. Rooted shots, 10% off, at home. Ginger shots with vitamin C, three awesome flavors. Check them out. And also Dishes by Daniel. Now, guys, I've been on the Dishes by Daniel train for a while. If you want to try them, it's Jimmy25 for 25% off your first order. You have to do this. It's literally meals brought to you in your home. Delicious meals prepped for you. You can put them in the fridge. They're in Tupperware. You can eat them a day later, two days later, or you can just eat them when you get them. They're incredible. Now's the time. I'm talking to you if you're in New York or Brooklyn. Try out Dishes by Daniel, and you get 25% off. You might as well. It's a no-brainer. Now, let's get at it. Cue the music, and then I'll talk to you about what we're up to today. Okay, so today's podcast is going to look a little different because life is looking a little different right now, to be honest. Um, And uh, so I thought... I might as well bring back an old segment. We're bringing back This Week in My Feed because truly we're all scrolling a lot more than usual uh, as we peruse the internet uh, for entertainment. Um, But I also wanted to talk a little bit about what the podcast is going to look like in the upcoming weeks. Um, So we have a couple things that we're going to talk about today. Um, The Grinch will be coming on later. Um, But... uh, there's been a couple different um, segments on the podcast that I've been really interested in doing, um, and we just haven't gotten around to doing them because I've been busy. Um, and so what an opportunity to do them. So I want to talk about three of those uh, upcoming. So first of all, we have the final segments of Ultimate Bracket coming out from our 21st century Ultimate Bracket Uh, We are also going to try to do another ultimate bracket in the next few weeks while we are all coronavirus in our homes. Hopefully not with the actual virus, but you you get what I mean. Um, So be on the lookout for that, and I will be dropping what that ultimate bracket will be shortly. That's number one. Number two, I have been really interested in the idea of content lost. Um, Different movies and TV shows that have kind of fallen by the wayside that aren't in the um, kind of uh, cultural zeitgeist anymore and I feel like people should watch and what a better time than now um, no time like the present in order to talk about those TV shows and movies as we all look to kind of fill our days Um, so through these next few weeks, I'm going to try to get out a few of the episodes. What we'll be doing is we'll take uh, some movie or TV show, I'll have a guest, and we will talk about why you need to drop everything and 
which is nothing because we all have very little going on right now. <laughs> or maybe it's just actors with very little going on right now. But people, you have less going on right now. And uh, drop everything and uh, watch that TV show or that movie and why, why we love it, um, different things like that. So uh, be on the lookout for the final parts of Ultimate Bracket for the first thing and then also those content lost episodes. I don't know how many we're going to get done. I don't like to overpromise and underdeliver. My goal is at least... Oh my gosh, I literally I literally just said I don't want to overpromise and underdeliver and then I was like I'm going to give a number of how many episodes we're going to get out. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how long I'm going to be confined to my apartment, but uh I want to get out multiple. I will say that. Multiple content lost episodes. And uh last but certainly not least, I want to be putting out a weekly sports podcast uh we are gonna be it is under the same banner um i know we've drifted from sports a little bit uh but we are gonna be returning to sports a little bit more frequently and i know what you're thinking jimmy there are literally no sports except the ufc because dana white's crazy going on right now what do you mean you're gonna start a sports podcast great question uh first of all it will still be on this feed so it's not a new podcast by any means, but I want to get into the habit of twice a month publishing a sports podcast where we'll just be talking about uh, what's going on in the world of sports that interests us. Maybe we'll take a specific topic, um, but I, I do think there's some things to talk about, and I also hope to start that routine um, so that we can continue that as we move into our normally scheduled uh, sports regiment, and I think we have a crazy summer of sports ahead of us. I think we, we literally are going to have the craziest summer ever because every sport is going to pick back up again. Um, so I want to have that sports podcast in place. And the beautiful thing is if sports is not your thing, that's okay. I hope you would come and listen anyway to be with us and hang out with us. If not, that's fine. We're going to have, obviously, the content lost episodes going on, the ultimate bracket episodes. And also, you know me. Me and Kyle will be yelling about something. So there's plenty for everyone. Now let's move to this week in my feed. Uh, first up, this week in my feed, if you don't remember, we uh, we usually do about five topics. And I've had some time to think about these five topics. Number one thing in my feed this week, live Instagram videos. I love that everyone has decided to that we all need to watch them go live. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, you know, I think I like Instagram stories. I enjoy watching them. I've started making more of them. You know, I enjoy watching TikToks. It's good times. The live thing is hilarious to me because it's like the most exposed form of the internet. And I say this now, and of course, by the end of this, I probably will be going live like every day, hoping to have friends and being like, oh, three people are with me right now. But that's the thing. It's like 20 people will be live at the same time and they all will have four viewers. <laughs> and you're like, four people are watching this. That is crazy. And they've been going for an hour. <laughs> and you're like, shouldn't they have taken the hint? But then again, who am I to judge? Maybe they really, maybe those four people are literally having the best yoga session ever, ever. You know, the funny thing is I actually get embarrassed when I join the live video. I like click it. And I know my name pops up and then I'm out. I'm just out as quickly as possible. I'm just in and out like a ghost. I'm just there, you know. Does anybody else feel that way? I don't know. I'm talking into a void today. But uh, I love the idea that 
they can see that I show up in the live video, I leave immediately when I see only four other people are there. When I see like a hundred people are there, I'll like, I'll chill a little longer. I have a little more courage, but I like don't want to get their hopes up that like a fifth person has joined this live yoga video. Uh, like they're, they're 25% growth. I'm like, I'm not here for the yoga. I'm so sorry. Where's the exit? Just like hiding. Um, if it was anonymous, I might stay a little longer. But that's why it's so exposed. Instagram, like, they just air out all your dirty laundry in the live video. They're like, this is exactly how many eyeballs are here. We're using the eyeball icon. Here are the names. And then if you've only got four people there, you're guaranteed going to be like, oh, Jimmy Nix is here. (laughs) It's the worst. It's the worst. I hate it. I hate it. So it's truly in my feed. I'm really hoping by the end we're, we're done with live videos or I'm just in a live video for the entirety of the remainder of the time we're not allowed to go outside like i'm just a live video when i sleep i'm a live video when i'm brushing my teeth when i'm you know dancing to shakira's super bowl halftime show for the 38th time i don't know but we'll figure it out um (laughs) second thing in my feed this week is um you know there's all this hoopla on the internet and i'm i'm running out of patience for toilet paper content Really enjoyed it for about 36 hours. On day four, I was I was exhausted. I felt like I had been through a colonoscopy. Uh, and uh, I really don't understand why there hasn't been lotion shortages. <laughs> Stay with me on this here. I've been washing my hands so much. If you don't have a ton of lotion to lotion up your hands, your hands must be dying. Dying of thirst. Just, just like, uh, I don't even know what, like John Wick in the desert. That's a John Wick 3 reference. Nobody understood that reference. <laughs> Get lotion. I'm amazed that these stores are completely out of lotion. I'm amazed that I haven't been getting lotion content for a week. That's what I would prefer. But again, then I probably would be tired of it after 36 hours. But, you know, I just, it needed to be said. (laughs) Lotion, where are you at? (laughs) Third thing in my feed this week. Um, Before we go on to the longer, more discussed two weeks, uh, two things in my feed this week. um, I do want to talk a little bit about the season we are entering as a society. Um, so yeah, I'm about to get up on my soapbox here for a second. I've been spending a lot of time thinking about what my attitude was towards coronavirus, uh, back in January and late December, um, around then when it came on my radar for the first time. And it's just interesting because... The word that gets thrown around is unprecedented. And I think the interesting thing about when a word, when something is unprecedented, unprecedented is that we can't fathom what the reality of a situation becomes or is until it actually happens because it's unprecedented. It hasn't happened before. So when I was thinking about coronavirus and the potential of it coming to the United States, I always knew it would come to the United States. I kind of knew that we would have to deal with it. But I think you assume that it'll operate on a level where uh, it couldn't possibly change my daily routine too much. It couldn't possibly affect me too much 
maybe someone I know will die from it. Maybe, or maybe it's just someone I know will be, will, will get it. You know, maybe that was the amount that it would come into the sphere of my day to day. It's only when things start getting super, super serious and things start changing so drastically that we're like, oh, this is a situation that has never happened before and may never happen again like this. Um, and I think that's part of why we were maybe a little bit on the slow side to respond to it. Not maybe. We definitely were. Um, because, you know, you 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 think you always think it's going to turn for the better. You think that, you know, oh, it, it couldn't possibly get worse than point A or point B, you know, whatever that is in your mind. And, um, you know, I, I, uh, I'm incredibly grateful that now we are taking the right steps to curtailing this thing. And like, if you haven't seen the graphics on Washington Post, on the Washington Post, uh, I recommend you do it as far as like how, you know, social distancing and um, really kind of staying in drastically affects this virus, even if you don't think you have it in any way. Because one of the things that makes this virus so specifically so hard to overcome is the fact that we go so long with it without showing symptoms. So for up to 10 days or 12 days, you can have it and not show any symptoms, which means you've been spending, you know, 10 days spreading germs. Um which I think is an interesting, uh, obviously, obstacle to overcome. But I don't you, – you guys know all this. I'm not trying to rehash that. I, I want to focus on something else. I want to focus on what lies ahead on the other side of these tough weeks or tough months ahead. And I think that the depths of how hard those weeks and months are going to be isn't known because, like I just said, I don't know. I don't have anything to compare it to. Uh, you know, it's like LeBron James. He's still playing and still being incredible. I have no idea how long he can do this because no one's ever done it like that. So, you know, <laughs> coronavirus is LeBron James. That's what I'm saying for, no, my third thing. No. Um, but my point is, and I've been saying this in a lot of my classes, uh, is that I really do believe, and let's put aside the fact that I don't know how bad things are going to get. Things might get really, really bad. I don't know. I, I hope it's not as bad as some people think. I hope it's I, I, I pray it's not, um, and that is my prayer. But on the other side of this, I'm so excited for the new season and new chapter ahead for all of us on the other side of this. I love when in our lives we are forced to reckon with a change in our environment, a change in our routine that forces us to examine our priorities. Uh, and maybe that for some of us will be in the mundane things. Maybe if, if that's your privilege, you know, it'll be in the mundane things. Maybe it'll be a drastic change in your life in some way. Who knows? But we are going to have a season of change, and I think people are going to really, really appreciate being around other people, going to concerts, going to sporting events, hugging each other, spending time together, actually appreciating being with others at work. Uh, I think that we are going to move forward as a country and as a world enjoying each other's presence so much more. 
Uh, I'm a I'm an Enneagram eight and a seven basically between the two if you know Enneagram, which basically means one of the things is I'm a huge huge extrovert. So this is going to be tough on me in general uh, from a personal standpoint, just mentally because I thrive off of people so much. But I'm so excited for other people to experience people to experience being around others the way that I experience being around others, which is that it is the fuel to my flame in the best way. And I think as a country, we are going to love that so much. And like, hopefully by June, July, August, we are all outside together celebrating life and how wonderful it is and what a blessing it is. And, and, and I think it's also going to kind of be the thing where like, it's going to come one thing at a time, the same way that We've had things taken away from us one thing at a time, you know, whether it was like sports or, you know, gatherings or restaurants or bars or whatever. When they come back one thing at a time, every new day, when something new opens up, what a wonderful day that will be when we can celebrate. Oh, we can all go to the gym again. We can all go to Soul Cycle again. We can all go to the theater again. We can all, or, or, or movies are coming out in movie theaters again. I think we're going to love that so much. And obviously, like, the baseline of that is that we are all going to love being able to feel confident in our health and being confident that we feel safe outside and safe with others. And that's obviously the, the given circumstance, but I'm talking about the gravy on top of that. And I'm so, so, so excited for when that season comes and we see the light on the other side of this. Uh, I also see a huge opportunity for growth. I, I know it's a little cliche, and I'm not the first or the last person to say this. I had this thought, and then I realized a lot of people have had this thought. But our whole lives, I constantly am talking with people who, whether they're 20 years old in college or 80 years old, they never feel like they have enough time, and they feel like time is working against them. What a gift that we have six weeks or eight weeks or three months of time ahead of us. Uh, of time to accomplish things, to read, to write, to learn, to grow in relationships with people, get to know people on a deeper level. Uh, I always tell different people that one of the things that's beautiful about a long distance relationship is that it really forces you to communicate and to figure out what the substance of your intellectual and emotional compatibility is. And I feel like now all of our friendships are going to become long distance relationships. And what a gift to deepen those roots of friendship. And uh, I know I personally sat down a couple of days ago and wrote out like 20 things that I'm determined to get done. You know, maybe it's something as simple as like, I really want to finish The Sopranos. You guys are going to hear about that a lot on the podcast. I want to finish The Sopranos. That's like something I want to accomplish. What a beautiful thing that I will hopefully have time to accomplish, you know. Obviously, all of those little things and little opportunities pale in comparison to what we're up against right now. But why why take that joy away from ourselves of being able to experience that? Now, I know the other side of that is that, like, you know, there's so many people who financially aren't even going to be able to have that opportunity because, you know, they don't know how they're going to pay rent or they don't have a space at all. There are people who are so many people in this world who don't have a home to confine themselves in right now. So, you know, this is when we have to lean on each other. And, you know, obviously, if you have something, find ways to give it. I already have, you know, challenged myself to check in on my artist friends who just had contracts that were pulled out from underneath them. Make sure that they're okay. Make sure when the first comes, April 1st, yes, mark the day when April 1st comes, Make sure all your friends can pay their rent. If you have some extra, help someone get to their rent 
so that they can have a place for April. You know, let's lean on each other. Let's be honest with each other about where we are at. Okay. Um, so I, I, you know, but again, I'm, I'm super excited about the opportunities ahead of us for growth to do that thing that we've always put off. Um, and I cannot wait to be celebrating on this podcast when we're through this crisis and we're able to return return to normalcy because uh, I love so many of the things that have been taken away from us and I'm going to enjoy each one of those things coming back um, and uh, I hope I hope that uh, the things that we lose and the, the tough times um, that are ahead of us are, are more surface things I, I hope that it doesn't reach the level that it could I hope that we all take it very seriously and, and grow through this together. And um, I, uh, but I look forward to the other side of it. Okay, <clears throat> so those that is my third thing. Uh, fourth thing in my feed this week. Thank you for putting up with that. I know everybody is talking about this constantly. Um, and the fourth thing in my feed is a little bit of a branch off that, but is much more important. The most important thing. And that is this, guys. We all are missing the most important thing going on with coronavirus. And it is that the coronavirus, as of March 17th, has finally affected West Virginia. If there was a championship to be had in this last week when we haven't had sports, it was which would be the last state to get coronavirus. And West Virginia won, team. Let's give it up for them. This whole podcast is an ode to West Virginia. They're just better than us. It's a fact. West Virginians, do they wake up every day and think to themselves, I wake up every day and I piss excellence? I don't know. But I'll tell you what, they didn't have coronavirus. And you know what? I also kept reading these things that it was just because they don't have enough tests in West Virginia. I love that as well. They were like so determined to be the last date. They were like, we're not testing shit. (laughs) We're not taking any tests. West Virginia, okay, well, first of all, I think we all need to learn a little bit about West Virginia. I think it's important. Uh, So uh, we're going to play a little guessing game. Here we go, team. Uh, How many square miles do you think West Virginia is? Is it A, 20,130 square miles? B, 22,230 square miles? C, 24,230 miles, or D, 28,130 miles. It's C, 24,230 square miles. That's right. I hope you feel educated now. Did you guess that one? I don't know. What do you think the population is? I'm going to give you a second to give an educated guess, like the price is right. It's 1.8 million people. We're learning about West Virginia today. Why, team? Because they're better than you. Whatever state you're in, West Virginia's better than you. They just proved it. I know what they were thinking in West Virginia, too. They were thinking, it couldn't possibly be us. The states were dwindling. Alaska hadn't had a case yet. West Virginia hadn't had a case yet. Wyoming hadn't had a case yet. Idaho hadn't had a case yet. And West Virginia was like, I don't know if we can make it. I don't know if we're going to win. And they did it. I love it. And if you think I'm trying to make light of the situation, that's exactly what I'm trying to do. Because <laughs> it's a depressing time. We should celebrate West Virginia. They made it longer than everyone else. Besides, what else is West Virginia getting celebrated for? They're probably like most known for the West Virginia Mountaineers. 
and even they were definitely not going to win March Madness. Maybe that's what we should do. We should just crown West Virginia the champions of March Madness. You did it. Maybe we should change it. It's not the West Virginia Mountaineers. It's the West Virginia Corona Kings and Queens. How does that roll off the tongue? I like that. I like that. I see a lot of mascot options. I've seen that little like furry ball with the little sticks coming out of it that's like the corona bug i don't know diagram maybe that's their maybe that's their new mascot it's just a giant ball it's like a guy inside of it he's just rolling around the court i don't know i like it i think it's interesting maybe it's a guy drinking corona but that's just like too easy i prefer the rolling ball this is important you know it's like ever since 1863 what has west virginia had to get excited about the fact that they're not even their own state. They're literally just named after the city, the state east of them. That sucks. Why couldn't they be Algernon? <laughs> Why couldn't they be Algernia? Or Algenia? They had to be West Virginia. They had to keep the surname. I don't even know. It's just, it's just, I've, I will say this. I've been to West Virginia twice in the last two years to run a, a Spartan race. Uh, for the North American Championships. I didn't even stay at a hotel in West Virginia. I was in Virginia, staying at a hotel, driving to West Virginia. That's that's crazy. That probably explains why there weren't any viruses. They're also... <laughs> I don't even know if anyone cares what I'm saying right now. No, this is great. So I just wanted to... I was going to call up someone from West Virginia. I asked a bunch of people if they wanted to jump on the phone. I was going to ask them a bunch of dumb questions. And then I was like, you know what? They're cooler than me. Why should I waste their time? But uh, it, they're the best. Oh, here we go. Did you want to know their nickname? Do you know the nickname of West Virginia? I'm going to give you a second to guess. Three, two, one. It's the Mountain State. Yeah. I think we should change that too. I think it should be the, uh, I think it should be the last state standing. <laughs> it's so messed up. It's just... Okay, well, like here we no, that's actually you're right because that's that's more of a motto because their motto is do you know their motto? It's Mountaineers are always free. It should be coronavirus free. <laughs> Zero cases, no problem. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they have four national anthems. What? Wikipedia is a wonderful place. They have four, whoa 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 this Wikipedia page. They have four national anthems. What? That can't be right. Okay, oh, okay. Here, yeah, they have Take Me Home Country Roads. I mean, that's the, that's, we should be playing that right now. Someone cue that. Cue that music. They'll also have the West Virginia Hills. West Virginia, my home sweet home. Okay, I know that one. This is my West Virginia. Wow, they get so many songs. Jeez, they also have an official... West Virginia shawl. Oh, June 20th is West Virginia Day. I think March 17th should be West Virginia Day. They should steal it from St. Patrick's because today was the first day of their vi the virus. That's really morbid. I hope that's not the thing. Anyway, shout out to West Virginia. I've spent too long on this, uh, but you did it, you know. I think there's more to be uh, learned on this page, though. Is there a fun facts West Virginia page? That's what I want to find. Misty taste of moonshine, teardrop in my eye, country roads, take me home.
here we go. Okay, I just went to this website, this Harper's Ferry Adventure Center website. I just want to read something for you. Just listen to this. Here are a few fun facts about the Mountain State. Mother's Day was first observed as a holiday at Andrews Church in Grafton on May 10th, 1908. It became a national holiday in 1914. What part of that fact was fun? There was no fun part of that fact. That was an anti-fun fact. That was a life-sucking fact. That was terrible. I need something else. Camping. Here's another one. Camping in West Virginia is fun to do because there's no shortage of places to go. That's not a fun fact. <laughs> That's an ad for tourism. That's, here's another one. These are all fun. What? What? The Golden Delicious Apple is native to West Virginia. No, I, I. that's like, at least we're getting a little warmer, but come on. One of the world's first suspension bridges was built in Wheeling in November 1849. I, I feel like I just lost a year off my life reading these facts. These are terrible. This is awful. I mean, what I want for a fun fact is like, there once was a law that you couldn't own an alligator in the state of Suffolk County. Like, I love those fun facts. Or like, did you know, did you know that a bootlegger during Prohibition was midwife to his wife's triplets on the back of a wagon dropping off alcohol at a speakeasy? Those are the fun facts I want. Or Little Joe and Spiky Bobby... That's that is not that's a terrible made up name. It was like Ricky Bobby and I I wanted a dog named Spike. I Oh my gosh, I'm losing my mind. Anyway, West Virginia. Way to go. I'm so proud of you all. Welcome to the madness now that you have the virus. Uh I hope no one's been insulted. This someone probably has. If you have, I'm so sorry. You know, we got to have some fun out here. It's a tough time. And uh, next time I'm in West Virginia, I'm handing out free high fives. I think you guys should get shirts made, though that is definitely a thing that should happen. I want, I think it's going to be West Virginia. Suck it, we're better than you. And then just the coronavirus, like, ball on your back as a huge mascot. So people are like, oh, that's why they're better than us. Less cases. <laughs> All right, and the fifth and final thing in my week feed this week, because you're sick and tired of my voice, uh, I wanted to give a final update of my top 10 movies with The Grinch. Let's call up Kyle, get him on the phone, and I want to tell him about my top 10 movies and possibly a new number one film for the year 2019. Hey, uh, this is really random, but I wanted, first of all, hello, I assume we are now recording. Um, yeah, I'm recording. Awesome. Uh, so we never checked in. Um, I mean, first of all, the Oscars were crazy and we never checked in on that, but I knew that we texted about that. That was insane and wonderful. Mm. And I, I'm sure you agree. Great. Yeah. And, uh. Super great. Bong is the best. And I just want to say, though, we've had so much Bong Joon-ho stock on this podcast for a long time. I just want to make the world aware of that. We have. We've been on the Bong train for a long time. 
just want to work. I just yes, like, we have. I, we have. I, I kept wanting to tell everyone that. That was all I wanted to say after the Oscars, where they were like, "Wow, like blah 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 blah." And I was like, "Hey, you have no idea. I've been bonging. I've been bonging since 2016. Okay." <laughs> You've been taking a big old hit of the hit bong of the bong for a while on the now. podcast since day one, and in my life for yeah, I think literally day one we were talking about we were talking about Oakja, oh for sure, which wasn't that long ago. Yeah. But um, anyway, I just want to make that really clear. We have Snowpiercer. We've had Snowpiercer posters in our homes, so I, I like you know all these latecomers to the bong train hitting the bong today. Like, come on now. Anyway, yeah. I desperately, I you know, I'm doing a bit of a hodgepodge podcast today. Um, but uh, okay, I have yeah, I have no idea what you're what we're okay, talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's okay. So. I have two questions. <laughs> I have two things I want to discuss. We'll get to the second one in a minute. But um, the first one is I I need to I like desperately need to give you my top ten for 2019 because we had a dramatic shakeup when I finally saw all the films. Okay. and. Great. I know that okay. these are all now films that people had like have to like dust this off is... the cobwebs in the attic and like blow well, the but, dust know, off. You're, you're in quarantine. You're in. Quarantine. I know. I know. So hopefully, hopefully this inspires people to go see these films. Now, I like looked back over everything, and um, the only like the only film left to like fill in the puzzle, which I did so much better this year than last year, just because there was a few movies that just kind of slipped through the cracks um, that I didn't get to end yeah. up. Uh, seeing um but uh this year i did so good at seeing everything and there's only one movie i haven't seen yet which it just became available to rent so quarantine is going to get some corn fun here in a second uh and i get to watch little women which is like the last one so oh yeah yeah, I, yeah you got and i have it. a strong yeah, i have it. a strong feeling that'll end up in my top 10 but i just wanted to update you on my yeah, top 10 so good um uh i think yours like stayed the same through the end of the year so if you want to chime in you're welcome to yeah uh but I literally yeah. just wanted to recite these for you because there's a few of them that we just right. need to check in with because I, I have to talk to you about them. Um, give me, give me. So the end of the... I'll pull up mine, dust mine off and look at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, go into the attic. I want you to go into the attic. And I just want you to uh, uh, sift through. There's... No, yeah, this holds up. This is this is still how I would Yeah. Feel. So uh, my 10th is Avengers Endgame, which is crazy. Uh, it almost got knocked out by a couple of ones. It almost got knocked out by Ford v. Ferrari. It almost got knocked out by... Okay. Uh, um, uh, by Knives Out, like it just barely stayed in. Um, I actually almost tried to switch it out with uh, Marriage Story or Midsommar, but I kept it in. Um, nothing crazy there. Uh, nine was yes. Honey Boy, which I'm still like kind of shook was as low on the list as it was. Um, yeah. I'm kind of... Cr- That's... What? Yeah. No, no, go. Uh, eight, eight ended up at The Irishman, which I did not think would fall this far down. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, that, by the way, still my number one, I'll, I'll ride or die on. That. Oh, it is. I mean, it's, I, I love it so much. I also made an Instagram, I made an Insta story the other day and, uh, my favorite comment I received was, um, this is the Irishman of Insta stories for how long it was. And I, uh, I really loved that. Yeah. <laughs> really good. Also, I have a new number one. That movie just got sun done so dirty and I will never understand, but it's coming to Criterion Collection and it will live on forever. Yes. So. What does that mean? Criterion Collection? Give me, I don't know. It's. It just means that it's going to get, like, a nice DVD and a Blu-ray, and it's sort <laughs> The of... things that you care about. <laughs> By the way... Well, the Criterion Collection is, like, a, a curated collection of movies that some body of people decide are important. Um, 
Uh, yeah, well, good. It should be important. It's a great movie. Uh, by the yes. way, there's a family video near where I'm living right now, uh, and uh, I'm I'm uh, kind of determined f- to do a field trip and uh, go investigate you mean like this a, family like video. A, like wow, like a rental they store. Have like wow, that's crazy, crazy. right? I literally that's thought those crazy. were extinct. So anyway, uh, th- that I'm gonna have to update you on that. Okay. By the way, so I have a new number one, and I need you to try to guess what it is by the end. By the time I get there, okay? I know what it is. I feel like it. It's it's between two movies. It's between two movies. It. Uh, yeah. So well, I I just I want to make it really clear. I never ever in a million years thought I would have a different number one for this year. I really was determined to keep Booksmart there forever. Oh, because Booksmart. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, wait. So, so my ten, go. My yeah. t- what my ten, nine, and eight are uh, tens. Hustlers. Nine is the farewell. Eight is uh, Jojo Rabbit. Okay. I can't believe Hustlers, which still stayed in your top ten. I I put Hollywood in for a little bit because I watched it again and loved the first half so much, yeah. but I just cannot get with that ending. Yeah. Well, um, I get that. But you know, I, I I think Hustlers is great. I just watched it again. So my seven, uh, and if if it if it wasn't Hustlers, then it would be uh, Good Boys. Oh, Good Boys fell out. Oh, what, yeah. what, they, that was in both our top tens in July, so or August. Love Good Boys. Uh, it's a great movie. So okay, so my number seven is Uncut Gems. Kyle, I cannot yeah. like. First of all, seven for this year's films. Like, did you? What a good crop of films. Like, I can't believe Uncut Gems was that low. I will never, okay. ever, ever, ever sit through that movie again. That was... <laughs> I was wondering what your experience was going to be. Midsommar. I love that movie. How did we have two movies this year as stressful as Uncut Gems and Midsommar? I legit feel like I lost years off my life in both of those <laughs> viewings. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty stressful, yeah. What's crazy about it is like... What... if. If Midsommar is like the whole time you're like, oh my gosh, this is going to end terribly. Like what the viewing experience was like, wow, we start off with like the most awful thing. And then throughout it, you're like, this is going to end the worst possible way. I just know it, right? Uncut Gems does the opposite of that. Uncut Gems, every single moment in the film you think is going to go terribly wrong. Like you're not like waiting for it at the end. You're waiting for it at every turn. Like I thought that like – his girlfriend was gonna kill herself. I thought they. Yeah, yeah. I of thought course, that's that. A great oh scene. my gosh, yeah. I thought that like she was gonna walk in with another man at the one point. I thought he was gonna lose the first bet. Like I thought everything was gonna go to, like just to, like, and it was the most stressful. I could not sit still. Sit, sit still. Have you seen there any of their other stuff? Or no? uh, I haven't seen Good Time. No. Yeah. Because that is very sort of similar. I mean, clearly they pride um, themselves so, on that. Yeah, they're really good at, like, stacking decks against someone and then, like, having them, like, sort of get through and, it. Or try to get through it. And the whole film, um, like, I, I don't want bad things to happen to him. You know, you, you definitely hit that on the head. Yeah, it's that's crazy. what's great about it. Because he's so He's awful. a piece of shit. Like, like... Like when um, when Adina says to him, like, I think you might be the most annoying person I've ever met. You're like, oh, my God, thank it feels so cathartic because he's just awful. But like at the same time, you like you like really want him to to win. Well, yeah, absolutely. And the other thing is, I mean, he is like he is the definition of 
trying every tactic on everybody. Like he is a he's a rat. He he like he is just like he yeah. is like scrounging for food and, and figuring it out. And I love it. I love yeah. his. He's so. He's he's. He's amazing. He's uh he's amazing, and like the it's so funny at times. Like it is so funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah. After the first time I saw it, I've seen it I think three times, and the second time I saw it in particular, I was like, "This is so funny." When he tries like, to get Adina, after I sort of when he tries to get Adina back at the party, that is one of my favorite things yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a crazy. I scene. also think uh, Julia Fox is is so good in that film. Yeah, well, she uh, she got a the the sinky for breakout performance. That's right. She's really really good in it. But uh, that movie was uh, that is like a trip. That is like a, a trip that I'll never forget. Like it's like oh my gosh, that one time we went to Cancun, and I'm never going back to Cancun. <laughs> I love or, I love that movie. Yeah, I love it. It was so good. Uh, wait, so that was your seven? So I know what your number one. Yeah, is. Yeah, you probably do. I uh, I'll here I'll give a six and five, which makes a lot of sense. Uh. Wait, my seven is Waves. I loved Waves a lot. But it's not on your top ten. Uh, I'm not going to say. Okay. Um, but okay, we'll, we'll, we can talk. I, I don't want to keep a little bit of uh, a, li- a little. Okay. It's not. It's not. That's not your number one. Okay. It's not number my number one. number one is a movie I've already said. Yeah. Waves is really special. And uh, that opening of that film, similarly, was just like excruciating to watch. So you talk about the first half. Yeah, the first, the first half. half. But it is it does yeah, it is yeah. beautiful and I kind of am shook that it didn't get more love to be honest. I mean, the Irishman got at least it's nominations, a, but I was kind of shook cuz I think Waves is so yeah. technically and like they go from the widescreen to the full screen, the full screen, yeah, the widescreen to the full screen. Like there's so I many I think that girl in the sec the second half Taylor Taylor Russell, I think she's amazing. Yeah. I think um I think uh, the guy, the main guy, uh, Kelvin Harrison, I think he's great. That movie just really, like, hit me really hard, and I was, like, sort of un- sort of convulsively crying at that at the end of that movie. It is. Uh, so that just, like, hit me deep somehow. Yeah, and I... And I, and I haven't watched it again, because I've just been sort of, like, I don't know if I can handle it, but... Yeah, it is... Uh... It, it, it's just... And, I mean, it's it's emblematic of this year of films, where there's just some films that are just get you so deep in your soul like i don't know they, your sternum sternum just deep i mean like even like when i'm talking about like uncut gems or midsomar like i could not sit still i couldn't sit it was like it just those are those are just i don't know they just get you different and and you know i think waves is in a different way but um and similarly like so my six and my five here, Parasite, uh, six was nineteen seventeen, and Parasite was my five. Like, I no. can't... Yeah, get 1917 out of there. I'm sick of it. I'm tired Dude, of it. Dude, 1917 no, is special. Like, it's, it's special. My six is Little Women, which I've, I haven't talked about Little Women. We haven't really talked about Little Women, so I'll talk about that and, in a second. And to be fair about 1917, like, it didn't... Like it got moved aside at the Oscars, so I think we can all now agree yeah. that it's a it special won the movie. It should have won. Yeah, it's a very. You know, I, I think if it would have like swept everything, we could have been like, oh, okay, like, you know. But but you know, this is yeah. a movie that was like expertly made, and I think it's the best, one of the best Roger Deakins has ever shot. Like, it, and George McRae is incredible. Very showy in that regard. It's yeah. a ride. I I I really like it. Was gripping and um i just i was transfixed is the word that i would use 
Um, and I have seen it now twice. And the second time I was, it was like a puzzle I was trying to solve. Um, and yet it still was, uh, so, uh, Every every moment of it, I found new things that I was interested in. There was just there's just so much there. It's it's special. Yeah, I will probably leave that movie in 2019, but uh, it's cool. It's a cool movie. Um, hold on. Uh, wait, was that my number six was Little Women, which you got? I know, I, gotta, I know. Gotta, I've got see. it. I've got it in the queue. It's already rented. It's already rented. It's in the queue. It's just like the what what she did with the adaptation of it is uh, special, so great. I think. Well, and she took liberties, and, which people are pretty happy about. Right, she did. She did that. She she switched it around. She messed. I don't know how no, much you know about the like the timeline of it and everything, um, but it feels. It also just feels so like genu- genuinely warm when it wants sure. to be, and the cast is just like so good. Florence is like amazing in it. Yeah, that's, that's um, definitely it's just consensus. really great. Uh, so I just I'll buzz through. It was a great. Sorry, go. Yeah, it was just a, it was just like a great. It also just came out right at Christmas, and it was just like the bat, the perfect like Christmas movie. So, anyway, onward. Uh, so uh, I'll skip these next three really quick, or I'll just go through them quick. Uh, Ad Astra at four. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yes. Yeah. Ad Astra still there, baby. Once upon a time in Hollywood at three. Booksmart at two. Um, what's your four three two? Um, well, this is my five four three two. Five is uncut gems. Oh, okay. Four is portrait of a lady on fire, which I just saw again in the movie theater, and that might even shoot higher. That's pretty. It's a pretty great movie. The French know what's um, what's up. The French know what's up. It's so good. Uh, three is Midsommar. Two is Parasite, and one is still Irishman. I stand by this list. Okay. Um, one is your number one is Jojo Rabbit. Yes. And I just want you to know, like, I, so this is the journey of Jojo Rabbit, and I've got about five minutes left here, so I want to, like, go through this real quick and just kind of debrief. I knew I would like Jojo Rabbit. Like, you told me that. Like, I knew I would like Jojo Rabbit. And uh, I made myself do something with a lot of these films. If I watched them at home, I made myself, like, Ford v. Ferrari was a good example. I really made myself, like, watch it entirely without hitting pause. Like, try to simulate the movie theater and the first 45 minutes of jojo rabbit i was like oh i like this a lot this is hilarious oh this is so funny i like this a lot and i would say there was just this I, i just kind of had my mind made up on the film i had my mind made up that uh, it was a good film, and I'm a huge Taika Waititi fan, and I was like, wow, this is his, you know, like, uh, this is a good movie. Um, and what I experienced the last, like, 40 minutes of that film, I felt so many emotions and cut me so deep and surprised me and was just yeah, special. That was my experience. I had, I don't know why, it had never crossed, I, uh, and spoiler alert, you guys can skip this. If you haven't seen Jojo Rabbit, go see it. You're in quarantine, go see it. Uh, go, go rent it. Um, but uh, the, what hit me when, from Scarlett Johansson getting killed through the end, like uh, that had never. Yeah, that's when it flipped for me. It, well. had, it, had, it had never occurred to me that that would happen. Like, because I think everything that's happened yeah. feels really cartoonish. First, for the first part of the film, even even the fact that there's there, there's 
all these things it, it, and and even like the SS coming feels cartoonish and it's Steven Merchant and like um it it just felt so cartoonish and then all of a sudden it's so real and it's interesting and then like the idea of the only person who can see her face when that happens is a child and we only see her feet right like which has been like, sort of established throughout that you see her shoes all the time her shoes yeah and and then that through the end and the girl um Thomas that, McKenzie. That, yeah, yeah she was her in the trace last year she's great yeah, I mean, I kind of was like, I don't really get her as like everything about her character, and then, her, and then as the movie went on, it just everything deepened and widened. Yeah, and got so, ever it, it was like his conscience was expanding, and like that her character was expanding as a, as a person yeah. in his eyes and in our eyes, and and their relationship, and I think you automatically have a lot of care and love for JoJo, but watching him start to changes mind. Grow and learn and change was was really unbelievable. And then I I I know that some people have really hated the final 5 minutes really Who? uh with um with Sam Rockwell's character. Oh god, uh, I don't care. Like I, because I like, like I No, I love was, that actually. It I think just, it's wonderful. I love it so much. I love Why it. People, I, who, I it's like I haven't heard that take. I've heard a lot of people just I, saying like it's it's just like a you know, oh, it's like uh, trivializing the Holocaust or blah blah blah. Which right, know, I, I think, know. I think the big thing for me was like, pe- I think it's people being like, you want us to feel bad for a Nazi, and like, obviously, like they also paint that character as like that guy is like, literally just an, a weird outcast who like yeah, you know yeah. is, is is like you know, I mean, like, I thought for my money, I thought, crazy. I thought, and I think Sam French agrees with me on this that like uh, his arc. His arc in Jojo Rabbit, while he's in it significantly less, is a far more successful version than his arc in uh, Three, Three Billboards. Billboards. Much more successful. Of sort of extending, yes. and, a, and extending that, a hand and and trying to make well, one good difference. Yeah, and I mean, and, well, and he makes two, right? right? He saves their lives, and he's 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 the one who is like, no, 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 they, they you know, he he covers for them, and then, you know. Uh, that but that scene just like seared into my brain, you know, when he takes off the coat and spits at him and like pushes him away, and yeah. and then and then and then the dancing at the end, like, and the whole, it just the whole sequence of then him being afraid of losing her, uh, and being yes, afraid and to tell her, her the truth, not telling her the truth, and yeah. making a childlike decision like that that she's, you know, yeah, it just that was the level where it's like. Oh, and I mean, I also think like Rebel Wilson. What that was one of my favorite comedic performances yeah, of the she's last really five funny years. Than I think. She's so funny yeah. in that. Like, she is unbelievable. And the Archie you know? Yates and even, is great as well. Oh, he's amazing, and I mean the sweetest. Like, and then also like I think that like Dion Greyjoy is really funny in it, and I think yeah. I think there's so many. I, I, I just think I it's a, a mosaic, and uh, it's a special film that I hope endures. Yeah, I felt very similar to you. I I was like when I went to go see it, I was sort of like I'm not gonna like this. I was I was I went into it being like I I thought the trailer looked a little a little twee. And I was just like, I don't know if this is going to be... I, I was just... I went into it being like, I, I do not think I am going to like this. And um, it started, and I was like, this is funny. And then for a little bit, I was just kind of like, I don't really... I was like... 
I was very... What I'm trying to say is, like, I was very resistant to this movie. And at the same spot with the ScarJo thing, it just, like, totally... Like, it was winning me over the whole time. But, like, from that moment on, it was... I was just, like, this is just, like... it. I think it's really, really great. And I think it's really great. I think it, like, so succeeds at what it's, like, trying to do in terms of, like, showing a... Like, doing, like, a coming-of-age comedy about, like, indoctrination. Like, I think it's... Well, and the interesting thing, too... Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And the interesting yeah. thing, too, though, is that, like, the Hitler... Like, Taika playing Hitler is less of a... Is more of a device than anything. Like, I, I didn't really want to watch yeah, him play Hitler for a whole movie. And yeah, he almost yeah. disappears for the last hour, which is why I love it. Right. Like, but that I character think he's great is like, in it. I think he's, like... Oh, he's great. And I think but the like, convention w- of, of Hitler being this kid's imaginary friend is, like, actually really interesting... And, you know, I mean, it, I think it's, I think it's really interesting. I, I, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I just love that they, I love, cause I, cause I think that like the trailer and everything sets you up that like, you're going to be watching Taika Waititi play Hitler with this kid for two hours. And really you watch him do it in about five scenes and those five scenes are incredible. But then it's so much more about this kid moving on from that and and getting rid of that imaginary friend. But it's also hilarious because he eats unicorns and is like crazy, you know, and then, you know, you're watching him grow up and like learn to think for himself and like, um, I, I, obviously, I just I I love that it wasn't a movie about Taika Waititi playing Hitler. It was a movie about yeah, a boy. Yeah, yeah. The boy is learning so to good, think for himself. Yeah. Um, he's incredible. He that is one of the best kids' performances I've ever seen. It was like, a good is, year for kids. I mean, I I don't know. I took yeah. there's, there's always like three or four every year that I'm like good boys. Yeah, there was a bunch of them. Um, anyway, I just wanted to talk about that, and, and you know, I just was like, I saw it, and I was like, I have to talk with Kyle about how that is a movie that I just can't get out of my head yeah. in a good well, way. It's, and uh, I we had a pretty similar, we had weirdly similar top ten lists. I know. Well, it, and and that's what excellence does, right? It like brings people together over it, and you know, I love that Parasite is the movie that will be, you know. I love that that's the poster child for this year and like hopefully that opens up the international films so that movies like Portrait of a Lady on Fire can have more best picture you know like hopefully people are more open to international films after this year I think so um and you do you agree you agree that Sandler won the Sinky, he won actor Sandler's incredible he actually didn't get Jojo much I mean he got a lot of nominations but it won Archie won it's okay uh, I would have pressed for it a lot harder, yeah. but you know what? I also was happy to get Booksmart involved, yes. and uh, you know Sam Rockwell. It was it, um, Sam Rockwell almost got in. He would have gotten in on my. I mean, on my ballot. Yeah, yeah. that was one of my favorite Rockwell performances. That's a t- It was a tough um, year. It was really crowded. All right. Okay. Well, you know what we need to do when 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 it comes. You know what we actually need to do. Hit me. Is because you haven't seen it yet. Um. We need to do literally a cat's commentary. Love it. Let's do it. Well, we got and nothing but time, baby. We got like five we weeks of time. time. <laughs> All right. Can, people can enjoy cats. All right. I'll, See you in I'll, two days. Yes, sounds good. Bye. Okay, bye. All right. Thanks to our sponsors, Rooted Shots and Dishes by Daniel. Seriously. Seriously. If you haven't gotten on that yet, go to their website. Check them out right now. Do it. And thanks to for Kyle to coming on. Thanks you guys for listening. Uh, more podcasts coming soon, obviously. And if you haven't, subscribe, 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 subscribe.
Stefan, hit him with those sweet, sweet tunes. Thank you.